0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm. It's good. Even without the latte part, it's good. Today is, say it with me, Friday! Woo. chair dance. Uh, it is. January 7th 2022 we are completed our first week of uh, 2022 amazingly enough um little known facts did you realize that this means we are two percent through the year at this point isn't that amazing have that on my spreadsheets of course where I keep my um. Treadmill walking, so I can uh, keep track of how many miles I walk and therefore how um, far in the year I compare it to how far the year has progressed and how close I am to my goal, which is not uh, on track so far because my treadmill will only go so fast because it's dying. But I get my new treadmill tomorrow, so super excited about that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a walking desk. I walk on the treadmill and um, while I work and in in good times <laughs> when the uh, <coughs> excuse me I'm a little hoarse today um, when the treadmill is working well, it's you know, I can do like seven, ten miles a day. It's been less than that lately. I, I try to do at least six but doesn't always work out that way. So this time for the treadmill I paid the extra money for the heavy duty um, treadmill. So very excited to have that working again writer <clears throat> coffee yesterday was very fun. Um, Melinda Snodgrass joined us for a little bit and then also were out of town visitors Marianne Maharange and Susan Lee and. Alex I can't remember what his last name is Jim wrote it down Uh, who is working on his first science fiction story uh, and has written a couple books on finance. So Jim Sorensen, who is all about finance um found a new friend and was very excited about that. So it was um it was really fun. Marianne um, took a, had someone take a picture of us. She's smart with the smor- social media that way and so I'll I'll post that picture. Um, oh and Susan Lee uh, is working on a Marco Polo historical fantasy romance which sounds pretty awesome. So we had a long and wide ranging conversation. We sat there and uh, talked writing and industry and debated things like is there um <clears throat> work that you can say is objectively good or objectively bad. It was interesting because people seem to agree that you could decide that something was objectively bad but not whether or not something was objectively good. we were talking about the changes in. Uh, children's romance to or children's romance not children's romance sorry children's literature. Um children's books in general, whether a person can uh, you know, like an adult can get something out of it. And and that's a it's an interesting topic to debate. I guess there was a Facebook debate about it, which I didn't say, but um yeah, it was a question of whether you know if a book is targeted for someone of a particular age, does it retain that uh, value for someone else and I used the example of Susan Cooper and Marianne said no her stuff held up and then the conversation moved on so I didn't get to come back and uh, defend my point which um, now I will to you guys but you know I love Susan Cooper's books. I have them on my shelf uh, that uh, five book series the the dark is rising and so forth so then I think it ends up with silver on the tree but and I even have callbacks to it i um, in the mark of the talent for you. <clears throat> alert readers. So yes I I really believed in um, believed in those books loved those books but I did go back and read them and I feel like the fantasy doesn't hold up to an adult mind. So there Marianne. Um, yeah, it's interesting you know but is that the only metric of whether something is good is like whether holds up over time which a lot of people want to use you know uh, I knew an artist once who said that um, sort of proclaimed I I I have a problem with people who proclaim rules but he had said that uh, you could not put contemporary references in your writing because that would date it and make it be not art because it would not stand the test of time and I thought well Do I agree with that I don't agree with that I don't think that that's um I'm not sure I agree that the metric of whether or not something is good is whether it stands the test of time. That might be one uh, particular way of looking at it but I'm not sure I agree. Um, you know sometimes it's all right for something to be good in the moment and sometimes something that is spot on with that captures a contemporary moment. of uh, you know, maybe that's a particular kind of brilliance right? And I and I come back often to the example of Jane Austen you know which certainly have stood the test of time at least uh, this amount of time and it's um, you know, she has some references to things that were going on at the time and I think it's one thing that's that makes her books interesting there are things that are timeless about her books but it also captures a very particular place and time and set of social constrictions. So you know no I just don't believe in this don't put contemporary references in your books like somehow the art art is a thing that. Uh, takes place outside of lived experience. Um, I object to that idea but it was a terrific day Um, and Marianne commented in her Facebook post that uh, she was reminded of why she had loved conferences and why she missed them and I thought that was a really good point because um, you know, just there is no replacement for that getting together and sitting around a table over a meal or over drinks and having long conversations. Um, it's just you don't have those kinds of conversations online. they just don't occur in the same way which is unfortunate. There's just a thing about being with people. So and then last night I had drinks with Megan and Charlie Megan was very amused by my uh, lipstick stained Interior of my mask, so she made me take a photo of it. And I've already seen a couple comments. I posted it to is Instagram, you know, with people saying they stopped wearing makeup. I'm on video now so much that I'd like started wearing makeup um, much more consistently than I was before the pandemic. And then there's an event tonight. I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast at uh, Beastly Books, Jean Cocteau Theater. Marianne will be. Uh, talking and interviewed by Susan. So I'll I'll go to that tonight. That'll be fun. It'll be more peopling. So that's great and oh yeah so along the lines of conferences you know we were talking about Marianne said who's going to conferences this year and I said you know we're still trying to do the in-person nebula conference. We had a meeting about it yesterday and." You know we're committed to doing a hybrid conference as best as possible. Uh you know and it's just that the situation keeps changing but last night Charlie told me that Omicron had already spiked in South Africa and was on its way down again so maybe we'll be in good shape. We want to do that um, you know that in-person conference so that people have a chance to get together and talk to each other just like that. So let's see where else am I at I did manage to get I think I mentioned on yesterday's podcast I did a thousand words before I left yesterday that really helped because I did not get that many after I got back because I talked for a long time and then had set for a board meeting in the afternoon. And um, yeah, I don't know that I have a whole lot else to say today. Um, I must be hoarse from talking to people. Isn't that funny? Uh, all of this um, not talking to people and then now we are. Um, <coughs> I am boosted though. So uh, and we don't have much Omicron variant here in Santa Fe yet. So hopefully things won't close it down again too much with uh, Omicron raising its ugly head. So um, I'll pause you guys for a moment. I had to go check on the hubs he is about to to leave on on errand, so had to go have a conversation with him. So I'm so good at this pause button now. So let's see um, what else I think my Friday episodes tend to be short don't they? I, I've kind of done by Friday uh, yeah, just sort of start running out of of steam and maybe all the talking talking to people. Yeah, it was just really fun to to have writer conversation with new people. Um, we had a argument about sex scenes versus fight scenes.
1: Um,
0: there are still uh, as people think that fight scenes reveal as much about a character and character transformation as sex scenes. I still don't believe it. Um, Marianne said that there are she said conceded that there were not many really good fight scenes but that the ones who are good are really good um which okay and I said okay well name one name uh you know I want to read the really good fight scenes and she said well the the sword fight in princess bride and I said okay I'll concede that one but then it was like what else. (laughs) Uh, and they did refer to a scene in uh, the expanse books but it's a later expanse book and I have not read the expanse books. So I haven't read the expanse books I had to pause there for a second. Uh, but I do have leviathan wakes on my kindle. So um, hopefully they won't kick me out of New Mexico for not having read uh, Ty and Daniel who write us essay Um I'll catch up. It'll be interesting to uh, see what you guys think. See I left my office door open because I thought my husband was leaving but he keeps coming back for yet something else so (laughs) that's why I keep pausing. Um, so yes, there's a scene in leviathan wakes where they were talking about the fight scene which I think is interesting because it sounds like it's actually a closed door fight scene because they said there's somebody pulls the trigger and then it goes to the aftermath and that it's really brilliantly done. Um sounds like off the page fight to me. So those of you who have read the expanse series uh, maybe you know the scene but I'll have to wait until I get to it. I think it'd be fun to read that series. Um. Uh, Jim is is good about telling me what he thinks I will and won't like we've known each other long enough and read enough of the same books. They were also talking about a three body problem which I've thought about reading and and I asked Jim, I said would I like three body problem and he said no (laughs) I was like ah that's what I thought he said that he thought that I would enjoy a lot of the chinese culture stuff but that I would probably not find the science fiction compelling you see that little flash of light if you're on video that was my husband finally leaning (coughs) spouses. So um, so yeah the other thing about having dinner with Megan and Charlie last night Megan and I talked about burnout I gave her a copy of the book and she had um, a lot of interesting thoughts on it. So it was fun to to chat with her and um, she was calling it book club. Charlie was saying well maybe he needed to read it and we're like no that's for women you can't <laughs> we were not being serious reader we were teasing him uh, but it was fun because megan is someone who I gave her a paper copy because that's how she prefers to read and she had um highlighted an underlined section so it was fun to flip through and see what she had picked out. She did say that she felt like she had gotten everything she needed from it in like the first hundred pages or something like that the first 20% or that's not a hundred pages I take it back. Um, anyway the chunk she had read she had not finished and she felt like she had gotten everything out of it and that the rest was filler and I do think that is something that can be a problem with self-help books because they want them to be a sufficient length to um, you know like to make it saleable right? You know you can't sell a 50 page book but I do think that I, I I read another one recently that was like yeah all the good stuff tends to be you know like a whole lot of its explanation and then there's you know like the gem of what they're trying to get across and then the rest is kind of filler and it's sort of like where in the book is this little nugget placed yeah so all right well I'm not going to sit here and putter on I'm I I should have a good writing week this week although I am feeling a little faded today. So we'll see how I uh, how I do but it right now if I get 3000 words today it will be the best week I've had since like September. So perhaps the new method is working one would hope all right. Um, I'll remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the frolic media podcast network and you will find more podcasts that you might like at frolic.media slash podcasts and I will talk to you all on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, I'm going to try the unplugging thing on Sunday with the, the phone and stuff and see how that does. So um, you all take care. Bye bye.